Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The Cubs finally sign a player, Shoto Imanaga, if I pronounced it correctly. I don't know if I did. Shada? Shota. Well, it says Shoto right on the words I'm looking at on the screen. <laughs> so I got got. That's sabotage. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. It's brought to you by SeatGeek. You can use code TALKIN over there. Download the app, use code TALKIN, and you get $20 off your first purchase. You can go to any event, see a sport, see the ballet, see the dance, see all of that. My name's Jimmy. Jake is sitting next to me. Trev in the middle. BBD behind the dish. And I got got by, I mean, it's spelled Shota, right? But on our sheet, it's Shoto, Soto on the mind all the time. Jake, how are you? Got burgundy there. We talked about it all leading up, and then the screen words got you. Trev, yeah. Jim, Davis, make sure you go to SeatGeek. Code TALKING. It's $20 off your first purchase. Download the app. Go to a Cubs game. Go see the new Southpaw on the north side. Yeah. Um I don't know. Hey, stove's kind of rolling. We, we're jazzy this morning. Some Stroman to the Yankees rumors going on. Um, and Imanaga, Imanaga signs. Imanaga. Imanaga. Uh, so excited to talk about it. Cubs. They were supposed to be one of the biggest players this free agency, and I guess they can still kind of be. Uh, they make their first move. So uh, excited to talk a little NL Central with the fellas. Trev, what's going on out, out west? Uh, a little bit chilly this morning. I, I have a coffee cup that might bring back some memories for you guys. Do you want to see? Oh. The Seattle All-Star oh, Game. Mm. We were there together. Mm. Not I. Now I'm drinking it. Jimmy wasn't. Jimmy wasn't. That's right. Oh, thanks. Wow. Thanks. Well, now, Jimmy, you missed early. out, big guy. Now I got to gotta deal with that all day. Yeah. So a uh, little clarification for everybody. Uh, we here and listen and read the comments and people are, get mad at us for mispronouncing names. I'm a guy who has a weird last name. I mean, I had a broadcaster in the big leagues call me Pleaf. Mm. My last name is Ploof. I don't care about it. Never did. But people seem to care about us mispronouncing names. So we had Dalton put out a pronunciation key. He's going to do it for the season on some of the more tough names. Right now we have Shoda Imanaga. That feels the good. correct way to, to pronounce it. So we're trying, people. That's all I'm saying. And Jake, you took my forkball up top. That was tough. I I, yeah. I think you saw. I telegraphed it, getting the grip in. I think. You know, uh, James, a little up. How you doing, big guy? I'm good. I'm uh, doing well. Busy week. Big storm coming. Apparently, that didn't really come. But some of my tree, some of my tree branches fell. It was really loud and windy. You got snow. Yeah, last week we got snow. Snowman's fully melted now. It's a bummer. Mm. But we did get snow last. Weather's become a joke, dude. It's all for clicks, just like everything else. I love storms. It, the, it was really breezy. There was some wind. Yeah. It's supposed to go till 6 p.m. tonight in New Jersey. The weather's become a joke. Yes. I mean, think all about it. All for clicks. I get it. Weather, weather clicks, man. Are you going to click if they say, oh, there's going to be some winds and some rain? Or if you say... This storm could knock out all of New York City. Click. Well, it's all preventative, man. You got to blame the people that sue the weather people for not preparing them in case the worst case. Now they got to prep mm. for the worst case so they avoid the lawsuits. So it's, you know, what's wrong? Society or the system? Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Let's talk Cubs. The Cubs. Cubs Fest happened. And uh, hasn't the happened. Oh, <laughs> hasn't happened yet? No. That poster's crazy. I, yeah. People ripping it online? I didn't see any, like, online. You just texted it. Uh, uh, yeah, did. a couple things. I think Dom, that the guy that does the, the shirts with Happer and stuff. Like, yeah, everyone, everyone that looked at that was like, this is off. They had the manager and the general manager. Yeah. As the is Jed Hoyer technical general manager? Or does he have a different title? Might have a different president. Probably the head president. of baseball. Yeah. yeah. That as is. their Decision as maker. their headliners, and then like Ian Happ was the second row. Fergie Jenkins was like the third row. They had Hall of Famers on the bottom row. Kerry Wood was and, the and, second to last row, and really small, <laughs> and obnoxiously small. It's supposed to be a Lollapalooza thing. They they screwed that up, or maybe Council and Hoyer are the stars. That's why we go to the games. I don't, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, I saw the exact same thing you did. I just shoved it off to the side because I'm like, what, whatever, who cares? But then when you brought it up and we're really pointing it out, I mean, that's, it is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's no way Craig Council wants that. There's no way. He's from Wisconsin, dude. He doesn't <laughs> care about stuff like that. It's a good point. Maybe, he's, maybe this is the new Craig Council. Mm. If he starts dressing like Gabe Kapler in the dugout, we're in trouble. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Well, they got a pitcher. They got mm-hmm. Shota Imanaga. Correct, Trev? Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. What's the deal? Yeah. It's 15 a year. Do we have the full details yet at all? Full, full details are now. Yet. It sounds like whenever it does come out, it's going to be very complicated, but it seems like a base of two years, 15 per, uh, and it sounds like four for 60, that would make it, uh, is very on the table as an escalator and can max out at 80 is a, is a report I saw. Two years, 15 per? That, seem, that, seems like the, that seems like the baseline. Okay. Two for 30, four for 60, or somewhere in between. It sounds like it'll ultimately That's, be reported as a two for 30 with options, escalators, whatever, incentives. Very much what... I Most mean, starting pitchers have been getting this offseason, somewhere between 15 and 17. Giolito. Um, so it makes sense. I mean, I, I, I know you're curious, James. You're a contract guy. I'm curious to see what the escalators are, you know, where the opt-outs are, all these things, because I think it is going to be a unique type of contract. But the money lines up for what we've seen this offseason so far. Yeah, it pays to be a mystery, you know. Like Michael Walker got two years – 13 mil. Um, Gibby got it, one year. That's such a good point, James, because like, if you just pitched last year and you didn't really make any changes and you just did your thing, that's not as cool as you had five terrible months and then that last month in September you added the sweeper and now, hey, I'm a different pitcher. Pay me like that different pitcher. That's what happened with Manaya, basically. I know he did it for a little bit more prolonged of a time with the sweeper, but you're totally right, dude. Like if you have any, if you're not pitching well, the first four or five months, just create a new pitch in September and say, look, I'm a new guy now. Yeah. Don't worry about those stats that I put up earlier in the season. What did the Dodgers give Heaney when they first signed him after he did the Yankees? Cause he, he uh, worked on a sweeper all off season. That was like the big thing. And he did pitch well for the Dodgers in that year. 
But that I think was, it was a one of, year something. I was only like one year for eight, 80, 80, 80, 8.5. Yeah. Okay. First deal yeah. of that free agency. Yeah. Got it done quick. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's not like a crazy signing, but because he's foreign and a mystery, uh, and, and because baseball fans are starved, people were acting like it was crazy. Like, no one went crazy over, like, Giolito. We were like, we got to run and headline an episode. I, I agree. I agree. I think there are, there are some things that he does really well. Like if you if you get into the statistics, like he's a strikeout guy, uh, but he also doesn't walk people. So you can get excited about that. I think everyone that watches baseball enjoys a strikeout pitcher that doesn't walk people. Um, I, I, I went through the video, watched the WBC outing against the USA earlier this year. I watched some highlights from the last couple of years. My take, my eye test take, eye, eye t- uh, test plus is my stat mm-hmm. that I use, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out, you know, Saris. He is a guy that can keep you off balance. He kind of uses all the quadrants of the plate. He's basically a two-pitch guy or a three-pitch guy, but he throws a lot of fastballs and sliders, and then he has a split, too. Um, I'm assuming that'll play up uh, in Major League Baseball because there's not a lot of splitters, so it becomes kind of, like James said, like a mystery pitch, and you know that becomes difficult, but hey, it's hard to control that thing, and if you start to see it enough, like it's some of the mystery goes away from it. So I think, you know, my my take on him is he's got a really good chance to be a middle-of-rotation guy, like maybe with some upside to be a two. If, if the strikeout numbers continue and he doesn't give up homers, you know, playing in Wrigley against better competition, you know, he could – I think he's a guy you can trust, like, during the season. And if he had to start a playoff game, but like, yeah, this is great. I'm, like, not worried about him walking the park or – you know, this or that. I think he's going to be a very, very, and I don't mean this in a negative way. It's going to sound like it, but a very, very serviceable starting pitcher in the big leagues. That's that's a compliment, people. That's what's getting guys paid. So that's my paid. take. That's what's getting yeah. guys paid. Um, I think it's interesting that this is the Cubs' first move of this offseason. Um, and, you know, I mentioned Stroman before, and there's rumors going around about him right now. Stroman, for the first three months of Last year, when the Cubs kind of, remember, they saved their season at the end to not trade away Belly and Stroman. Stroman was an all-JM pitcher for us. So uh, I know he got hurt, and then uh, he got, you know, he had a couple bad outings, was hurt, uh, tries to fight back for the end of the season. So for the Cubs, that were an 83-win team last year. Um, they needed to replace that. They bring in Imanaga. Uh, so, you know, like you're saying, you're comparing him to Waka and some other MLB vets that, that have sign this free agency, um, you know, is, is he going to be able to give the Cubs that? I think that's the first question because that's everyone's saying three to five. If you're high on I- Imanaga, you think he could be a three and, you know, they're low arm slot. He throws a splitter. I mean, a lefty splitter. That's, you know, unicornish of, of a pitch almost. Um, and, yeah, he pitched in that WBC game. Uh, I've been on a big, like, the rest of the world is catching up uh, to U.S. baseball and I think the other big thing was, look at Sanga last year. Sanga's big year, you know, Yamamoto is is uh, younger, A, which is always a big part of free agency, um, and his stuff, which they, they think we can measure all the pitching stuff. Uh, Yamamoto expected to be, like, great. He got paid, <laughs> the Dodgers paid more for him than any pitcher in baseball history. So Imanaga, who, uh, you know, a couple steps down from that, uh, but still in the ballpark, 
they're going to take a chance on him. And it is a little bit of the unknown. And, and maybe that first season, guys haven't seen his slot. They haven't seen anything. Wrigley, it's tough to hit early. You know, this guy could be clicking early on. Uh, but you have to be scared. He, he gives up a lot of homers uh, over there. And, uh, Trev, like you've said, you know, at everyone at the big league level uh, can mash, can just mash. Uh, compared to maybe some of the back ends of of the lineups of the local team there. So you got to be worried about the homers, especially when summer hits in Wrigley. Um, They get a pitcher that should give them innings. Like, he's never thrown above 170. I like this stat from Dalton, innings-wise. He's never thrown 170, but seven out of eight years, he's thrown 140. Uh, So you got a guy um, that, you know, with a fastball sitting where it sits, uh, supposedly the location's pretty good. It's going to have to be at this level. Otherwise, you know, I know, Trev, before, I, I think last night you were talking about a, a take him up top stat that if if he's throwing 90 over the middle, you know, that, that ball ends up in the streets of Chicago. So it, it's going to be interesting to watch. Like, I, Japan, they won the WBC. Sanga came over was great. Otani's come over and been, been great. This guy I don't think is supposed to be in this class, and that's where when... When that two for 30 number came out, that's the interesting part, right? Because for what starting pitchers are going for, you know, what what were Gibby's final stat lines last year? Um, Gibby had a four, high four, four, seven, three ERA, 33 starts. So that's kind of where we're at in that price range. Yeah, probably like Kikuchi, four, five, we're not in the rotation. I mean, I, I just can't understand all the data crunching and we're doing the dude's never thrown an MLB baseball. Like his ride in the WBC was great. I would gather most pitchers was because they played with the pre-tacked ball. Uh, if you saw when you say Kikuchi came over, the amount of pine tar he had on his hat because he was playing with a baseball that wasn't tack was insane. Um, most Japanese pitchers come over and they lose their splitter a little bit or it changes. Sang is uh, different because he's more of a fork ball because the ball's bigger. The ball's bigger. The ball's slip more slipperier. So, like, all this data crunching, I'm just kind of like, what are we doing? The dude has not thrown this piece of equipment yet. Let's track that data. It hasn't happened. Uh, I kind of feel bad for the pitchers that are in MLB that, like, are performing and got less than this deal because there's no ooh factor to it. So that's, I guess, where, like, I hear the number. I'm like, what? Um, but, yeah, I, that's... I, there's so many articles everyone like about all the numbers. I'm like, he hasn't thrown the ball yet. We kind of see that from time to time. Guys that have trouble in the States, then they go over to either the KBO or in Japan, and they have success there, and then all of a sudden they're signing a three-year you know, deal. Um, I, I, I totally agree. And I wonder if, if you know you're posting or getting posted, is there any part of you like, do they say, hey, like, I'll throw a bullpen with an MLB ball and you guys can track the numbers? Or do they not do that? I would hope they do You'd that. have to assume they do that. But, like, I don't think it'd be in their best interest to do it. Like, nah, we're good. Like, you, you got my numbers. That's what you get. Because are you going to throw a bullpen? Like, Cashman goes out to see Yamamoto. Yamamoto's not throwing a bullpen for Cashman. Right? Probably not. I think Probably Yamamoto not. was working out at like UCLA, so maybe he had some open bullpen sessions, maybe. or maybe they shared the data of the the times he pitched well. I don't know. Could see both sides. I kind of, you know, in my head, what just ran through is like when when the NFL draft comes around, like the top quarterback 
doesn't really throw for anyone. He does his own thing. But if you're kind of that next tier, you want to show you can do all the drills and yeah, this, yeah. that, and the other. So maybe it's a situation like that, but just speculative. I DM Dino because I, I want to know. I want to know if he knows offhand. Like in the World Baseball Classic, were MLB pitchers did they have more uh, mm-hmm. induced vertical break because the ball was better? Remember, everyone was saying, "Why don't we just use this? This is better." A lot of a lot of the pitchers like the ball because yeah, it's it's just show and go. Grab the ball, you don't have to tack it up or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Can we have a discussion about balls real quick? Mm, yes, always. I mean, we talk about this all the time. Um, I found out uh, via some discussions. You, you brought up quarterbacks, like in the uh, in college. You know, they all use different brand balls. Some use Adidas, some use Nike, whatever. But then each of those has, uh, you know, a, a girthy ball and a slimmer ball. I got that. Um, so it's the same thing for them. Like coming out, like you you don't know how you're going to handle an NFL football, and it's it's. They talk about that a lot, and I don't think we talk about that enough in baseball. I know we bring it up because we talk about things like that, but it's so freaking different, and I don't understand why. We we got to have a universal baseball. People, I'm talking, I'm talking from high school on up, we need to have a universal baseball. I know that the brands will be different, so the manufacturing might be different, but like, let's like try to get it as universal as possible. It doesn't make any sense well, I think it's to tough. have different baseballs. It's tough when MLB owns the company that produces the MLB baseball, which is the inferior product amongst consumers. But if Rawlings puts out a lot of baseballs for amateur and college as well, we should just have one baseball. I, that's... They say they're working on that and testing a bunch of pre-tack, and, and they say that the they bring them to the clubhouses in spring training. Do you like this? Do you like this? And eventually we might get to a place, uh, but they do say that they are working on that. I just don't know how it might take a while. I had one other thing to say. I think, oh, yeah. Well, I feel like we kind of have bashed him a little bit. I'm not trying uh, to bash. I'm, I'm more upset with the, the the contract prices in comparison to other dudes that have been in the MLB than I am about him. I think he's. I think he's a very good pitcher, which I like. He, ha, he his stuff is his stuff is good. You watch it. He does have a little life on it. Um, like he's spotting. He's setting guys up. He's doing all the things that you have to do as a major league pitcher. Probably even a little bit better than some of the guys we had mentioned. Like he, he's a pitcher, uh, and I, I like that. And he's got enough stuff where it, it, it can play. But he's gonna have to. I think he's gonna have to elevate his game. I, I really do. Like you're gonna have to come over here. And make some adjustments, whether that's midseason, whether that's in spring training, what you know, whatever it is. Um, if he can make those adjustments and like you know change, he's thirty years old. He's been pitching it's the same way for a long time. Now he's come over to a completely different place. Uh, you talked about the balls. He's got to be able to make adjustments. If he can make adjustments, I, I mean, I think he's going to be just fine. And he does throw more of a fork ball. I watched the grip uh, than a splitter. I don't know why they call his a splitter. And saying as a forkball, he's 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 forking it. I can't even freaking do it. I like that. You did it. Yeah. Split doesn't have to be that wide. They throw it. Coney showed me. Yeah. Split is here, right? Split is this one. Doesn't even need to be that much. Well, I'm saying like two fingers here. Yeah, it's just and the fork a, yeah. is here. I thought a, I thought it had to be pretty wide, but when Coney showed me how he threw his, it was just just both fingers on the outside of both laces, but kind of barely. Yeah. Like yeah, it was very comfortable to do it. And me and Cone. That makes more sense. Thing. More control. All about your thumb, Cone said. 
You got to tuck that. Where's this thumb? So if you tuck it under, like, or on the base of the ball, it's going to go down more. Curl it in. Yeah. Yeah, like that. In the middle of the bottom of the ball. Ooh. It's going to go more. I feel in. like I have no control like that. Yeah. But if you put it on the side, it's going to go uh, more arm side run. That's what Cody yeah. told me his did, which I thought was very cool. This this feels more like I got control of the ball. This is yes. going to slip out of my fingers. That's that's what I do in uh, blitz ball when I throw the one that goes down. I tuck my thumb. It's so weird to throw. Yeah. So right. Manaya was doing in that clip coming out on Jam Baseball. So. Yeah, Manaya throws his four seam. We, we saw a picture with his thumb completely tucked like that at the base of the ball. He's a giant, so he probably he's big, fine. Big hands, it. yeah. His tucked thumb is probably the size of my thumb. I think he's from Indiana. Isn't that weird? I guess so. Do you just think like Islander with the name? I think I, I think California, and then yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. I think he's from Indiana. Well, I mean, like his roots at least. You know. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, Imanaga. I hope he's good. I the other thing is like he has this that everyone's talking about is his low slot, uh, but it's not crazy low. It's just kind of like the height of a five-two guy throwing. So I'm interested in that as well. This is a fun one. I mean, I, I think kind of like I said with Yamamoto, I, I think the best thing that happened for both of these guys is Senga's last year. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I, I'm very interested to see these next steps uh, for Japanese baseball players. Because remember, you know, I, I gave my Jakey speech on Yoshida last year. I was like, I don't, you know, we don't know a lot about this guy. Maybe it clicks, maybe it doesn't, right? And then we saw him in the WBC and we're like, look at this fucker. Like, this guy can play a little ball. So, I don't know. I, I'd like to think Japan's caught up. And I, I think kind of where you started, Jim, I think where maybe the Cubs landed is, like, hey, this worst case, this guy is back end, you know, if if we need a long relief, bounce back into the rotation guy, cool. But he probably does have some upside potential that maybe they look at a Waka or they look at – uh, a Gibby, and they say, you know, that person doesn't have that. Um, where Imanaga, if he comes over and he does anything like, you know, almost ticks up like Sanga did last year, um, you get a really good ball player. Yeah. The homers scare me. Well, yeah, his, his splits against righties are apparently not good. The homers scare me. The homer Seven. numbers in Japan, not necessarily a homer <laughs> forward offense environment there. Yeah, and a, I, think, I think 90% of them came against righties or 85%, so. something that came against righties. I think um, that scared the Yankees which is, off. He's going to face a lot of righties. So I'm interested to see. Hopefully he outperforms it. But I, in a, this, been, a, been a crazy bidding war of numbers for him to come in low is kind of like, whoa. Yeah, that's interesting. You thought that was low? Passon tweeted out over a hundred mil. Everything was sounding like you're gonna have to like straight up commit five years to him. And there's still teams desperate for pitching that didn't compete with that or drive the Cubs up. So we got to see what this deal is for real because I, I think we're just I think we're just getting some the bare bones of it. I'm very excited for the final number to come out and be able to really chew on it. Yeah. Remember how weird Kikuchi's deal was? Yeah. Maybe it's like that. It I, like I love this. Is. You know, the, the mystery gonna... is such a fun part of it. Like, even Yamamoto, like, we can all expect that guy's being pretty good. We can, his stuff is electric. 
but we don't know. We don't know people. Like, you know, Yoshida, he came out and was great the first couple of months and he really he really slid back a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, like they just I love the unknown. I, like, I a, love a Cuban ball player comes over or they don't they don't really defect anymore, I don't think. But like back in the day, you get a Cuban ball player. Let's see. Sometimes it is. Can't wait to see this guy. The Little League World Series coach defected in the middle of the Little League World Series last year. Good for him. Peace, dudes. Thanks for getting me here with your talent, 12-year-olds, but I'm out. Uh, yeah, I've been baffled about the way Eno and the people that I trust are, are somewhat talking about his skill set because it's like, hey, his fastball sits 91-94, and I'm like, okay, that's below average these days for a pitcher. And it's uh, always in the zone. I'm like, okay, that's not good. And his release point is five, feet, five foot four inches. I'm like, okay, those guys usually don't make it out of the minors. Like all those stats you gave me are of guys that don't make it out of the minors. I, I talked about it before the show, but like, you know. It's like Davey Garcia yeah. from the left side. It is. I think that's a comp. Dude, Davey was a big prospect, all right? Fake. All the Yankees prospects are fake. Seth Lugo, okay. I believe, is a comp for that. In the White Sox pen right now. Big year coming. Where'd he go, Davey? Seth Lugo? I think... Ride used to mean something, guys. Like, you know, when when, when pitchers first started you know, learning about spin rate and, and using it to their advantage and, and figuring out how to get more RPM so they can get a little bit more late life on the ball, uh, then it, it meant something. But everyone is doing that now. Everyone's kind of throwing the top of the zone. Everyone's trying to get Ride the best they can. Guys are dropping their arm slots down. They're... You know, you, you you put yourself in front of a slow-mo camera, change your grip and your arm slot, and you're a new pitcher. Like, this stuff, the ride isn't new anymore. Hitters are adjusting to it. The posture's different. You know, you you have these um, machines where you can mimic spin rate, uh, shape, everything. So, like, this isn't the surprise or, like, the advantage necessarily that it used to be. Seth like, Lugo's guys, Pitchers are – that's six. why sink, the sinkers are coming back into the game because guys have made the adjustment – you know, to hit at the top of the zone and to hit that fastball that kind of has that, you know, that late life doesn't come down necessarily. So it's, so I'm just very curious. Yeah, Seth Lugo is uh, five feet six inch release point. I think his is five four, <clears throat> or I don't know what demonics. It's something around there. Seth Lugo been good. <clears throat> yeah. Hopefully he shoves and wins the Cy Young, and then he can put us all in his hype video. You know who's uh, got a similar release to Imanaga? Oh, five six. Marcus Stroman. No, maybe, but he's from the right side. Uh, from the left side, Chris Sale. But actually, it's lower than his. His is five feet two inches. But that's like a condor praying mantis coming at you. Do you want to talk NL Central? Quick. I'd like to a little bit. I, I think the okay. NL Central's in a in a funny area right now because the the Cubs for me, um, you know, th this was supposed to be their offseason and maybe there's more coming. Uh, but right now, the offense still lost Belly, who was their MVP last year. They replaced Stroman with Imanaga, who, uh, you know, I, for half a season, Stroman was like NL Cy Young worthy. Uh, so I, you know. Don't know how you value the replacement there. I know Jordan Wicks came on the scene, and he looked good, and they've got some expectations for him. And then the Brewers, who were the class of the Central last year, 92 wins, everyone kind of got scared because uh, are they trading Burns and Adamas? They hadn't done that yet. They're still there. 
the Cardinals revamped their pitching coming off one of the more horrid seasons we've ever seen. And the Cincinnati Reds, who had their upstart season, uh, 82 wins, they've actually been one of the teams that spent the most in free agency. They've spent over 100 mil, um, and they have their young core. So I don't know. I, I think it's funny. Like We, we kind of anticipated the Brewers doing like a full reset, but they haven't really done that yet. Um, the Cubs have... Are they the same team as last year? I don't think they've gotten to that point yet, which was an 83-win team. And then the Cubs, or excuse me, the Reds, kind of like I teed up. In theory, they should be better. So I I don't know. I, I, a little little jazzy NL Central talk before we get the TPP ranking vote out to the world. Yeah, it's not really fair for us, I guess, to talk about more is going to happen. What's happening in 2024? Because we haven't scoured the 40 mans and do, and done the TPPs like you're talking about. But I mean, just from what we know and the signings and stuff, we we briefly were talking about this before the show started, and we said, who do you think is going to win the NL Central? I'm curious. Uh, I have it up right now. Um, from oh, our guys at DraftKings. Mm. Do you want to know like the rankings they have for the 2024 NL Central? Okay, that's a Could fun Could you guess game. them? Brewers first. Jake? I don't think they have the Brewers first because I think they still want to trade Burns. Or DraftKings is assuming they're going to... I would guess Cubs is their favorite. So, it's interesting. The side I'm on has a bunch of the different sports books, and most of them have the Cardinals as number one. And I mentioned, I said, if I had to pick someone right now, I'd pick the Cardinals. Uh, they have them as most of them, have them as number one. DraftKings actually has the Cubs at plus one eighty five, Cardinals at plus one ninety. So basically one A one B, and the Brewers. Every single book has them as third in the NL Central. So no so Reds. Reds are all fourth. Yeah, wow. the Reds' rotation isn't good. Well, no, excuse me. There's one book that has two books that have them locked with the Brewers. Interesting. I like the Brewers still, um, bullpen and rotation until they trade Burns. I like the Brewers. Obviously, the Cardinals have talent, and I do think Sonny Gray changes some of that staff. Interested in Lynn and Gibby and how much time they get and innings they get and their depth because they were really shallow at pitching, but I don't know. I would have to look into their depth of who they have coming up. Um, but I think I think they can compete. Obviously, we don't know. I thought they were going to win it easy or win it being it last year, and they tanked. Uh but I would say it's Cubs, Brewers, Cardinals. Okay. Um, You're Cubs, Brewers, Cardinals. Jake is – were you Brew Crew? I think I'm we were talking about it. I, I love their lineup. Reds won? Yeah. I think if if their lineup takes any bit of a leap and they're pitching, they've, they've signed some guys and Green, Ashcraft, and Abbott are, are all good and young. Like Green wasn't good last year. Uh – no, but he he's young. He's still twenty four. He, he has streaks of, he, of greatness and then he streaks struck, of he struck out one fifty two in hundred and twelve innings that like that the leap is coming at some point. Like no one's ever really thrown like him. Um that I don't know. I, I like I like their high end potential. And they might not be done well, but I know that's not the game, but like Jonathan India supposedly is like an expendable piece for them if they want to. So like they've got they've got ways they can go with this thing. I'd probably go Cardinals 
Brewers, Reds, Cubs, as we stand right now. Sorry, Pirates. But Pirates, I mean, the Cardinals could just absolutely bite me again. I, mean, I, I was championing them early, you know, last year, and they just had the worst season. I think that's probably going to be one of the bigger storylines that we look at early on in the year is what the fuck are the Cardinals doing? Like, what are they? Are they back? Big first, or are month. they just bad? Big first month. I mean, Jolly yeah. Owl just did the video on the ran on the what now feels like a random awesome year by the Giants. You might maybe in two years we get the what was that random awful year for the Cardinals video? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the offensive numbers on that team were not. Yeah, they still got guys. And I think they yeah. addressed the pitching. I, I kind of believe they Rose- bounce back. Ask Rose and I last year said we'd like rather him. have the Cardinals. <laughs> offense than the Braves offense that was probably in May or something like that it turned out obviously the Braves were one of the best offenses of all time so tough take for us but the Cardinals have the players I think Ashcraft had a great second half I'm trying to figure it out Ashcraft's fun he's young Abbott yes he had a horrible first half and a great second half and then Hunter Green I want to see if they make him throw a sinker Need some sort of step up from him. His fastball gets rocked by righties because it's just straight. Yes, fastball slider. I think you got to you got to get a little sinker. I'm get still working on my next step, next advanced stat. Would I pump you plus? Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm still working on it, ironing out the kinks a little bit. Right. Would you pump Hunter Green's fastball? Uh, I mean, in give me like a spring training, then yes, okay. I need to like get back in the season a little bit. All right, but if you throw, no offense, Hunter Green mm. sits I ninety like you. sits, sits ninety eight. I was never a velo guy, so maybe okay. maybe, maybe not. All right. right on right velo. Gave up twelve homers on it last year. Gave up seventeen homers on it the year before. Nobody cares about velo if it's straight over the plate. Nobody. Yeah, I mean, even even a guy who. Probably, I think if you looked at my numbers, probably struggled with higher velocity in my time. It, it, if you were throwing straight, I mean, it's just about, you know, getting your timing. Righty's hit 313 uh, and slugged 586 versus a fastball. So I think they got to put some sink on that or, or cut. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's, I said it I when, I watched, when I watched his first game. I was like, I mean, Everyone just hypes up Velo a lot, but it's like, well, you yeah. can't just do that. Remember Farnsworth? So, but all you got to do, if you put some cut and you lose two miles per hour and you have a 96 cutter or a 96 sinker, that's way more effective than 98 forcing. Especially now. They, they just say the margin for error is, is bigger when you throw harder. That's it. That's why guys try to throw hard. Name small, miss small. Oh, I need to, I need to watch that movie again. Yeah, you do. R.I.P. Heath Ledger. Mm. And Mel Gibson. The British dude is such a good villain. Oh, love the Green Dragoons. He is a good villain. The boy. So good. Did he die? It's fucked up. Well, go watch The Patriot. Malfoy's dad in the Harry Potter series. Ooh. And if you're in New York on January 29th, maybe come to our event. You should yeah. come. Almost sold out, I think. We're getting down to the wire. See you there, Trev. 
Make it a couple three when days. When is it? Monday. Monday, January, January 29th. Oh, yeah. Well, I have an event of my own. I'll be at Twins Fest. If you work in Manhattan, leave the leave your office, head to downtown social, grab a beer, listen to Booney. Spend a long weekend in the city. Screw it. We're going to do a segment <laughs> called Boone Tears You Apart and then have you stand up and say, Boone, insult this man. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I don't know if Boone wants to do it, but we'll He's see. been fighting it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a raffle item. <laughs> I love that you guys make anything I for charity. See, I want to see you over at Boone's for Christmas next year. I just want this to like be a real nice relationship. I like that. Can do that. Yeah. James would like it. A lot, a lot of ball. Yeah. Seat Geek. Goodbye. Seat Geek. See ya. I think Imanog is going to be good, people. Rev. Excited to check it out. Greg Trog. Looking.